Welcome, I'm Anastasia Glova bringing you the Cato Daily Podcast. Full and edited versions of our podcasts are available on our website at www.cato.org. Today's podcast will examine the lawsuit brought against Craigslist by the Chicago Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights Under Law. Craigslist stands accused of facilitating illegal housing ads that discriminate on the basis of race, religion, gender, and marital status. We'll go to Cato Policy Analyst and Daddy Government Wiz, Radley Balko, for some answers. Radley, is there any logic to this case at all? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, I think this case raises a, a number of questions. First of all, just from a logistical standpoint, Craigslist has millions of ads that go up every day. And uh, these ads are put up by users. It's, it's generally a user-run site. Um, and in fact, for a long time, Craigslist was didn't make any money um, and only recently started bringing in some ad revenue. Uh, so if this suit were to go forward and, and be successful, Craigslist would have to start hiring people to monitor these millions of ads every day uh, and effectively probably put the company under. Uh, and it would also inconvenience a lot of people in that it would um, make it virtually impossible for any type of similar online classified system to come up. To apply anti-discrimination laws in this way is pretty ridiculous. It inconveniences everyone involved. If you, let's say you're a uh, you know, little old lady who has a, a room to rent to someone, to say that she can't winnow her pool of applicants down to someone she might actually rent to, which, you know, for whatever reason, you know, it could be Something as innocuous as, you know, she would rather rent to a woman. It could be, you know, maybe she's a, an old racist and only wants to rent to white people. Maybe she wants to rent to a, a, a Christian. In the end, that's the person she's going to rent the room to. And there's no law that says she has to rent that one room to a certain class of people. What this lawsuit would basically do is it would waste her time and it would waste the time of all the applicants in that she would not be able to specify who she wants to apply for the room. Uh, there's a similar, actually, a similar uh, lawsuit in New York right now that Elliot Spitzer has brought the Attorney General's office spot against employment agencies that match nannies and assisted living applicants with people who need them. And despite the fact that, that nobody's complained, uh, none, of, none of the applicants have complained and none of the people looking for help have complained, Spitzer's uh, office unilaterally went forward uh, with the lawsuit against these companies because the companies would allow the people looking for nannies or assisted living employees to be very specific about who they were looking for. So if your mother needed a live-in nurse, you could say she wants a female because she's not comfortable with a man. Uh, maybe she wants somebody you know, of her own religion, um, I don't know, who shares her own values, whatever. Uh, and these companies would go out and they would round up applicants that fit those criterion. Because uh, Spitzer filed this lawsuit, now if, if it's successful, just like the Craigslist suit, um, it's just going to waste everyone's time because now employers are going to have to go through a lot of applicants who they don't want. They're going to have to interview them anyway, uh, and none of these people are going to get hired. Uh, so it just inconveniences everyone. So uh, really, I mean, the, these suits are, are pretty frivolous. There was a time when we needed court action like this to remedy discrimination, but I don't think that that time is now. So far, this looks like a victimless lawsuit without an offended party. So who stands to benefit if this lawsuit is successful? No one. Um, I think in, in the, the case of Craigslist, the advocacy group stands to benefit because they get their, their name in the headlines and, and uh, they can uh, do some fundraising based on it. Um, in the case of New York, uh, Elliot Spitzer benefits because he looks like the crusading attorney general who's stamping out discrimination. Uh, but in terms of real victims of what these alleged discriminatory practices, uh, you know, real victims that they're taking, I, I really can't think of any. 
Um, and again, like I said, in both cases, if the suits are successful, you're going to have uh, employers and or people looking to rent inconvenienced by having to go through a lot more applicants. And then the potential employees uh, and the potential uh, tenants are going to be hassled because now they're going to have to, to interview and, and, and talk to landlords who aren't interested in them. This has been Cato Daily Podcast. Thank you for listening.